0: Welcome to the Doctors Changing Medicine Podcast, where we feature physicians who are redefining the practice of medicine and changing the experience we have as doctors in medicine. We all know the system is broken, but we've decided not to complain about it anymore. We're out to fix it. I'm Dr. Una, your host. I'm a pediatrician and serial entrepreneur, but my passion is helping physicians create the freedom to live life and practice medicine on their terms. This is not just a podcast, it's a movement, a movement of change, and I invite you to be a part of it. Let's jump right in. Well, hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Doctors Changing Medicine podcast. As always, I'm super grateful that I get to be in your ears. I have an amazing guest lined up for you. This is Dr. Latifat Akintade. And she is a gastroenterologist. She's the founder of MoneyFitMD. So you can already tell that we're gonna have a fantastic conversation. So welcome to the show, Doc. Thank
1: you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here as always.
0: It's a pleasure to have you on, as always. All right. So I am so excited for everybody gets to hear today. So we'll start off with you introducing yourself to the audience. Tell them a little bit about, you know, who you are. Absolutely. So everybody, I'm so glad you guys are here listening today,
1: uh, wherever you are in the world. I'm Dr. Latifat. I'm a GI doc. I'm based in California. I'm the mama of three ladies. And like Dr. Una said, I'm the creator and founder of the Money Feed MD platform, which includes a podcast and a money school that I run
0: for badass women physicians. Is that enough intro or do you want more? That is enough intro. We'll, we'll, take, that. we'll take
1: that. <laughs> we'll take what we have.
0: Okay. So now let's get into this because first of all, inquiring my, my Want to know you are a gastroenterologist and money fed MD. Okay, so why did you need to start that? What was the motive behind that? What was the driver?
1: Well, I have always been a gastroenterologist in my mind. Meaning, my goal was to be a physician, a fantastic clinician. That's all I wanted to be. All this business stuff, money fed MD. I mean, Six years ago, I would have told you I'm the last person in the world that would, one, have a business, but two, talk about money because I knew zero about it. So I'm a practicing gastroenterology. I love what I do clinically. Doesn't mean it's perfect, but nothing in life really is perfect. But I truly believe it's a privilege to do what I do with GI patients, patients with chronic illnesses like ulcerative colitis and Crohn's disease. However, a choice that I also made six or seven years ago was to be an employed physician. I have an emphasis on inflammatory bowel disease. And in order to do that excellently well, I think it's better in an academic or large hospital system. So I chose to be an employed physician. Bottom line though, is when you're employed, you're listening to someone else, you're letting someone tell you what to do. And I'm not sure what it is about me that just made me realize seven years ago, we're not even talking as much about burnout, that when you're employed, you may have a higher rate of burnout because you are not your own boss. So I had a come to Jesus moment where I'm like, okay, Latifah, you want to do this stuff. You want to help patients, but you also want to be free. You want to be free to be the kind of mom you want to be, the kind of spouse, the kind of human you want to be. And so I had to face my biggest fear, which was money. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I had to look into that space that I thought I was never going to look at, a space that I thought was for somebody else that was better than me because remember, I'm a physician, code and code, I'm not a money person. So for me, I started just trying to solve my own problems to really just get into this big bat like black box of money so I can really figure out things as simple as what is a budget that people keep talking about? Like how much do I even Oh, in terms of student loans, actually, let's even take it farther than that. What do I owe (laughs) in terms of like, I knew nothing about anything. The only thing I knew were the things that I tried and failed, which was not a lot when it actually comes like practically. However, in my head, I felt like I tried so many things. I've learned how, what a freaking 401k is 10 million times. Money always seems so like scary and seems like this big bad mountain that I have to climb. It's like I have to give up every part of myself and become this other person. And honestly, now though, I can tell you that there's nothing that's farther from the truth. So really, I just wanted to solve my problems. And then I started helping people solve their problems, right? They're like, Latifah, what do I do with this? How do I do this? And I started realizing that there was something unique that I was adding to the table, which was the ability to simplify money, the ability to make it just as simple as the language we're speaking right now. But I still didn't want to start a business because I'm a physician. I'm not an entrepreneur, my goal in life to be a badass physician. That's it. And I was on my way to being that I was not perfect at it, but I knew I was on my track to, you know, get becoming become an attendee, attendant. but again, business for somebody else, not me. Right. And then what happened was uh, the pandemic happened. Oh my goodness. The pandemic happened. And did that shake the world? Right. And I had this moment where I was like, everybody was freaking out about money. People are like, the stock is going to go down. The stock is going to go up. People are not going to pay their rent. And we own real estate investments. You know, we don't know if our paycheck is going to come in. And this is not just people out in the world. This is where my people that I love, my co-workers, were having all this fear and pretty much having freaking IBS diarrhea all over the place, right? So I just had this moment where it almost felt wrong because I had zero worry about money. Zero, zero worry about money. I was worried about things that I think are more important than money. Things like health, things like family safety, things like what the heck are we going to do? How am I going to keep my kids sane, right? So those are important questions that we want to ask. And I think for a lot of us, money distracts us. Our worry about money distracts us from talking about things that, not that they're more important, but things that are more critical. But that's a privilege that I got to have. So I was like, okay, Latifa, what are you going to do? You're still a physician, still not a business owner. So I decided then that I was going to work with a business coach, which you may know her, her name is Dr. Una. So I hired her at the beginning of the pandemic and we worked together one-on-one. And at that point, it was really, how do I change my identity or not even change my identity, how do I add on an extra layer of expertise to myself, which is not just how to help people, but how to tell people how I'm helping people. So that's what led me to Money Fit MD. And almost two years ago, I pressed record on that vlog, and the rest is history
0: as to call it. Okay. So I'm not sure. I think people are just going to have to go back and play it over again because that's a lot of transitions, right? So that's a transition from money is this scary thing that I just want to sweep under the carpet and not even deal with ever and overcoming that. And then entrepreneurship is not for people like me and then overcoming that as well. So you made that transition from don't know anything about money to being very comfortable about money being in control of your money, right? And then from not being an entrepreneur to now helping a ton of people figure out this money thing. And I want to say that I am so grateful you do what you do because in the physician community, we've been lied to. Now, we've been lied to, of course, that we, can, we don't make great entrepreneurs, but we've been lied to as well that we're not good at money. Like we suck at money, right? Like bad deals are called doctor deals that, you know, and all of that. And we are the team. We are the cavalry that is changing that narrative, right? Because oh yes, we are. We can absolutely be very good at money and very good at business. I love all of this. Now, somebody's listening to you and going like. Okay, let's go back to that money is a mountain thing, right? Because that is exactly where I right now, right? And so, of course, they cannot get all the things. Now, if you're listening, that was you. She has a podcast, the same name, MoneyFitMD. You know, go to the search bar, the thing you're listening to right now, put it in there and go subscribe. But give that person some pointers, right? Because they're thinking, like, you read my mind. It sounds like you're talking about me. Like, where do I start from? Absolutely. And that's why I share that because
1: it's really easy to look at people that are on a different place in their journey and think, oh no, they must have been born with the money conversation in their mouth. They may have been born with the entrepreneurship. And I get it because that was me as well, right? I would look at people and go and find reasons in my head why they were more suited to no money. It's like, well, their family probably, you know, and I would, part of it is judgment and assumptions, right? Their family probably taught them how to do money. They probably learned it in medical school, like, and all the story about them that I made up in my mind, and I would give myself the exact opposite of that story. So I definitely get how hard it can be. And what I can tell you is this, and I know that you may not believe me, but if you don't believe me, that means you can believe me, right? Because all of those are both choices. And I just want you to believe you when I say that every single thing that I've learned about money Every single thing that I've learned about money is
0: simpler than every single thing that it took for me to be a physician. And now for a quick word from our sponsor. This episode of the Doctors Changing Medicine podcast is sponsored by the EntreMD Business School. We didn't get any business education during our medical training, and this school fixes that. It is the only school of its kind that helps physicians become thriving entrepreneurs who make money, have impact, and have time for the things that matter. You will get the coaching, accountability, and community you need to be successful. To find out more and to save your spot, go to entreemdbusinessschool.com. And now for the rest of the episode.
1: Okay. I'm going to repeat that. I know it feels like a mountain and I want you to go back to even like pre-med days, starting medical school first year. And they're like, in four years, you're going to be able to diagnose whatever, whatever in your and you're sitting like, ha ha ha. <laughs> they're joking. I don't even know the freaking Krebs cycle, right? It felt like a mountain. And the reason why is when we haven't started, when we don't start, it feels huge. So yes, the only way for the mountain to feel like a mountain is for you to never take one step forward. And you may be like, okay, Latifa, but I've tried tried. tried a step before. I've done something before. It just didn't work out. I get it. It takes me back to medical school again. Oh my goodness. I had to figure out the different ways of learning because what got me there, the exact same thing that I did in college was great. It got me into a great medical school, but I had to change. I had to try a different experiment. So the reason why, and I a hundred percent said this with confidence, the only reason why your finances is not where you want it to be is because you have stayed out of it. Okay. And the only reason why you may have stayed out of it is because you may have tried an experiment that didn't work out and you're like, well, I've tried. It didn't work. I mean, we are physicians. Imagine if everybody that created antibiotics stopped at the second experiment would be (laughs) screwed. It would all be dead. Do you know how many experiments had to be done to figure out COVID vaccine, right? So my point is that I hear it. You may have tried nothing. You may have tried something and it hasn't worked. And I'm telling you that there's no limit to the number of experiments that you can do. And sometimes part of this is the places that we're learning, right? We may find it scary. There may be like judgment. There may be shaming. There may be man or woman explaining. We all do this to each other. There's no gender bias against that. Like we all do it to each other. And the key is to, number one, you have to feel safe in order to learn, right? If you don't feel safe, you're just like, nothing's coming in, right? So you have to feel safe in order to learn. And part of that safety is starts, has to be internal, which is you understanding and believing that it is possible for you to learn money. It is possible that as someone that is like one of the smartest humans in the world, if we're going to go by the qualifications of what it takes to get to where we are, it is not just possible, it is impossible for you to not learn how to do money as long as you're willing to give it what it takes. And then, so that's a foundation because it doesn't matter how simple it is. If your brain is blocked and you're unwilling and unable to like entertain any additional information, I might as well just be like throwing rocks at the wall. Right. So that's why I need you to like trust first, trust yourself that maybe it is possible. And then when we're done with that, let's start simple. Let's just go, I mean, you already make a paycheck, right? You probably maybe even have multiple sources of income, maybe from your business, maybe from your clinical income or incomes, right? Could be from the partnership that you have in a surgical center, could be from what your money in the stock market is getting. And you may be like, uh oh, let's leave that I I don't have money in stock. You probably do. Probably have a 401k or some sort of version. I'm sure you have at least $1 in the stock market somewhere, right? And the question I want you to ask yourself is, where is my money going? Just ask that question without judgment and just curiosity because sometimes when we focus on the tools, right, we miss out the entire learning from. We miss out the most important thing, right? Because it's like a medical student, you tell them to do an abdominal examination and they're like, but what does the CT scan show? And you're like, just be curious and listen. So for you, it's like remove the judgment and bring curiosity. Where is my money going? Where is the money that I'm earning going? What am I spending on? Are they in line with my values? Did I know I was. This way, I cannot tell you how many people have found hundreds and thousands of dollars they've been licking in their pocket because they were not licking because they refused to put the most important part in money, which is them and their brain. I mean, I'm like, physicians are like crazy smart, right? Imagine what happens to our money when we insert like fraction of the brain that we use for medicine into money. It's impossible for it to not grow. So that is where I would want you to start from. And then take that same curiosity and look at what your investments are you don't need to understand everything. I don't understand everything. But well, hallelujah, thank God for Dr. Google or money Google, right? This says MS whatever code. Go to google.com. What does that even mean? Who knows? You may be funding things that you actually hate the most in the world, right? But we're never going to know that if we stay out of it. And it doesn't mean you have to do everything yourself. But when you acclaim and really just accept that you really could be the CEO of your finances, then now you get to build your team from an empowered place, not from a fear based place, not from a disempowered place. And then you can choose do I want an advisor or not have an advisor? I mean, Half of my people probably fired their advisors and half of them decided to keep them because when they get the knowledge, once they're empowered, they now get to see who on my team is adding value and who is not adding value. And when they're adding value, you keep them. When they're not, you give them the boots.
0: That's just it is easy peasy lemon squeezy. So simple. We can all do it. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Okay. Barring (laughs) that. Not a phrase I've used, but I've learned a new thing. Again, this is a rewindable moment, people. I love that you started by taking us back to who we are. I think physicians, part of the problem is we hang out with ourselves a lot. So we really downplay how brilliant we are. We downplay our capacity to learn. We downplay how much we earn. Now, granted, we could be earning more, but hello, right? Like we downplay all the great things about us. So you're like, everything you need to learn about money is easier than everything you had to do for, you know, for your medical training. And I think that's really something that as physicians, we should get into the habit of sitting down and doing, right? Like, who am I? Take an inventory of all the things you've done, all the things you've overcome, and then look at every challenge in front of you. Like, I've been trained for you. Like, I know exactly what to do about you. And so that's really beautiful. And, you know, I hope everybody got this, but get your feet into your money, take you and your brain and put you in your money, take inventory of what money you do have, where your money is going, be curious, empower. Those are all happy words. Love all of it. It is. And you know, it's interesting. This is why I love money coaching because money coaching
1: actually combines financial education and the tools to like the psychology, the behavior and all that stuff with it. And I tell people that I don't Tell you to be someone else. Just remind you of who you are. Like you may have heard about the book Unfair Advantage. It's something that I always tell physicians that we need to remind ourselves. We all have unfair advantages, right? We all have things that are unique to us or our people, physicians. And I don't need to know at least one of your unfair advantages. And if you're a physician, it means that you are resourceful. You are resourceful. Like someone comes into the ED, they're like, I don't know what's going on, but I feel like I'm going to die. And you figure it out. Out. Someone comes to your clinic, they're like, oh, my chest hurts and my finger hurts. You figure it out. Someone comes in my abdomen, you figure it out. like. And the way we figure it out is we're resourceful in not looking at our brains. But even after searching and looking, if we don't know the answer, we do things like call radiology to do like an x-ray or a CT. That's resourcefulness. We summon our lab people to like get blood work. That's resourcefulness. If we still cannot figure it out, we're like, ask our colleagues, okay, dear co-primary care doctor, what do you think? This stuff is puzzling. Or they call me. Hey, crazy GI doctor, what do you think? I'm tired of this crap, right? Like, we are resourceful. That is one core character that every physician has done. And that resource right there, that unfair advantage, if you don't ever learn anything else about a character that can help you succeed, that one thing is going to help you build seven figures, multiple seven figures, as long as you take that flashlight and you flash it into your money. So, I'm 100% with you. You're not becoming someone different. We're just literally, my job is to remind you of who you are. And then we add some simple
0: knowledge. And before we know it, you, you're like, Latifa, oh, I cannot believe I thought that was hot. I was like, don't you? <laughs> Okay. So I want you to paint a picture. Let's paint a 60 second picture. You talked about when there was this mountain, right? This money mountain. And now we're at a different phase where, you know, this was years ago and you've made all these transitions. What does life look like now?
1: So what life looks like now, I will tell you, is a gift. It's a gift that I get to enjoy. It doesn't, And I want to make sure I'm clear. There is no perfect a perfect world out there i'm not saying oh my life is perfect no none of that so we're recording this in 2022 i had some crazy stuff happen to me in 2021 that made me realize the power of this gift that i've chosen to give myself and every physician can choose to give themselves and i'm not going to go into details about it for the you know i'm not going to go into details however there were things that happened that would have made me hate medicine There were things that happened that would have made me become disempowered. There are things that happened that would have made me leave medicine because this was a problem that should never have happened to me in a space that should not have happened to, right? But the only reason why I chose to stay is because I'm here because I want to be here. I'm here because I love medicine. It's a privilege to help my patients. Some of them are great, just the same way every human, Like There's great, there are great people in the world. Nothing, I'm not telling it's perfect, right? But I get to help my people live better. I get to help prevent colon cancer. I get to diagnose it early. I get to be invited to weddings. I get to have patients call and go, you know what? If nobody else cares, I know Dr. Ali Akintada will care about this other random surgery. That's not even my GI business. I get the privilege of my clients telling me that I know, I feel like I'm the Only patient you have. Like those are things that I get to enjoy because I've given myself the gift of liberty. Financial liberation is what I call it. Right. And so I do still practice medicine and I love medicine because I choose to do it. In fact, I'm on call this week. Right. I get to do it. Even when I'm on call, I get to do this because it's a privilege that I don't have to do. So I still practice medicine. I've always been 0.8 FTE, meaning that I'm 80%, you know, for physicians. Y'all know what that means. It's like 80 plus plus. Right. But I've done a great job and I'm grateful. For the colleagues and the leadership that I have, we've been able to keep that pretty protected. And then I have Money Feed MD, which it's just joy and a privilege to do this. I do my podcasting, I run my money coaching school for women physicians, I speak. Speak in spaces anywhere there are physicians. I can speak there about money because honestly, part of this is just demystifying money, bringing out the truth about it. It's like opening up the freaking abscess. Like this is not a taboo we cannot talk about. And so I do a lot of that, and that is in you know organizations, conferences, podcasting. I don't do it by myself because you're probably listening right now and going, "Oh my goodness, Diva, do you sleep? I have to sleep. If I don't sleep, I will have fibromyalgia. I will have IBS. I'll be." Cr- Cranky, and I'll be the worst human in the world. It will not be here right now. So I do sleep. And what I mean, I rely on the power of my team. I have two assistants that work with me. They're both part-time. I delegate to them. I'm still the CEO. I still say what I wanted to say because it's still my platform. This is my mission to educate women and help women physicians really be financially free. So I'm still the CEO of that life, but I don't have to do the everyday single, you know, picking pins off the table by myself. And you don't have to, either there.
0: Love it. Okay, guys. So people are like, Dr. Una enough. Where can we find her? Where can they find you? So you can find me by going
1: to my podcast, Money Fit MD. This is, it's a joy to just release information on there. And my goal is to help women physicians. And if you're a male physician, you can go listen too. Uh, but my goal is to help us build wealth from the inside out, meaning have money and feel great and confident about our ability to have it. Feel like we have control. We can create no matter what. And we don't have to do that by trading who we are. We don't have to do that by sacrificing our lives or our values. And that's what my podcast is about. The other thing that you may want to check out is I have this mini video series that I've done and I've heard great things about it. I call it How to Cash Flow, How to Have Money Left. And you can find and access it by going to my website, moneyfeedmd.com forward slash cash flow. And there I will take you through the foundation and learning how to really think about the core parts of money. Because honestly, there's no reason why you should not be able to leave whatever situation you want. To leave, there's no reason why you should not have the choice to stay or not stay. There's no reason why you should worry about your kids and their finances. There's no reason why you being a physician should keep you broke. That's not acceptable. And we're done with that. We want to change medicine. And that's why I love your platform. That's why I love this podcast. I mean, it's literally called Doctors Changing Medicine. So if you're here, it means that money in your hands is a great thing. So we want you to have money so that you and all of us together can change medicine because there's still hope. There is hope. We're all going to be patients someday. So maybe we do have like selfish reasons, but we want badass physicians taking care of us when we're 60. We don't want like half trained, burnt out, disempowered. I don't have a choice. Big corporation without heart doing it. So I have a vested interest in you having money, which is I want physicians to be around for the long term. And that's a great thing for all of us. So yes, let's get your money ish together and let's change medicine together.
0: Let's change medicine together. So something funny just happened. Usually at the end of every episode, I'll go like, okay, so, you know, the doctor's changing medicine. This is not just a podcast. This is a movement. Why should everybody share this episode? But you already answered the questions. I guess I'll just go ahead and tell everybody. You heard her. So share the episode. Again, this is power of having all hands on deck, Right more hands on deck. And Dr. Latifah, I'm so grateful for what you do. I know I said that in the beginning. I know I say that when I see you and it is what it is. I'm grateful for what you do because think of the ripple effect of doctors being empowered, understanding money, being in medicine because they want to, not because they have to. And all of that, right? Embracing the money thing, embracing the entrepreneurship thing. And we can do all of that. So thank you for what you do. You guys heard her share the episode okay she gave you all the reasons why this is a movement this is not just a podcast and together we are changing medicine so thank you again so much for coming on thank you it was a pleasure thank you for having me always all right people i will see you on the next episode of the doctors changing medicine podcast thank you so much for listening now this is too good for you to keep to yourself so i want you to do three things number one subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already Number two, share this episode with all the doctors in your life. Number three, share it on social media. Until next time, remember, you are a huge part of a movement. Changing medicine, one podcast episode at a time.